the fan. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to video message number 29. I'm like a dog in heat. A freak. I have an appetite for sex because me so horny. Man, I was banging seven grammar. That's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. Gaze at a graveyard. Whoa, time out. <laughs> Let me ask you something. What to be about the penis with you? You'll be salivating when you see it. Listen up, the ratings just last month. We are number one. We just grabbed every key demographic. Super duper. That's nice. Way to go. Neato, gang. Yes. Boy, that is good news. A family vacation? Don't do that. Do that. Look, a family is a bad organization. It barely works at home. Why would you take it on the road? And I'm always so stupid, I always think, well, when we get to the resort, then I'll have fun. Travel will be hell, of course, but when we get to the resort, I'll have my time. <laughs> no, you moron. Now you're in this weird reality show with obstacles being thrown at you you couldn't even dream of. Like I'm running out of nowhere. Your wife was just stung in the vagina by a jellyfish. Go! trying out her new Spanish on the busboy and saying slightly racist comments. Go! Your youngest child just broke out in hives in the middle of the night. There's not a hospital for hours. What are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna get a dirty Benadryl out of the bottom of my backpack. Take the hair off it, give it to her, put her back in bed, and hope she wakes up in the morning. I'm not a doctor, I'm a drunk dad on vacation. Gaze at a great... guy that says gaze at a graveyard is that guy's yeah. name uh rosie he's back today right yeah i think so Mark gaze Rose. at a button bars thing you've ever gotten zach <laughs> i don't know how we all missed it <laughs> he was talking about the uh, the titan disaster right going down to see the titanic yeah. but gaze at the graveyard who when looking at something who uses the word gaze well he says nary a whisper of yeah. wind he's a yeah. poet yeah good point will you play it again zach Gaze at a graveyard. Yeah. I wish that could be the Stanford teacher. Why can't it be if we just do G-A-Z-E? Yeah, yeah, it should be, right? Gaze that, at a graveyard. It should be the State Fair t-shirt, really right? It should be. That, yeah. I think we have to get those in, like, soon. That's right around the corner. It really is. It Anybody really have is. any other good ideas? Um, you know what's funny? is every single year, and I mean every single year when yeah. the state fair ends whether it's the bosses or barb or all of us we all say hey let's let's get ahead of it next year let's start jotting down ideas in december february april let's let's keep track of good ideas every single year middle of july we got about a month to go before the state fair nobody has any ideas well no every single year i will give happen again credit where credit's due our guest for the podcast has an incredible idea. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. 
Incredible. Hmm. Like, he said it to me over Fourth of July weekend, and I was like, this is one of the better ideas of all time. I don't know how we pull it off as a State Fair t-shirt, but it's a very good idea. And it involves the gaze at a graveyard guy. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, you're referring to Chef Gavin Kaysen, who will be yes. joining the Power Trip After Party. We're going to kind of talk, uh, you know, we'll talk cooking and food and restaurants, but also uh, the Bear Season 2, a spoiler-filled Bear yes. Season 2 podcast. I'm glad you watched. Well, yeah, this first season was great. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Second season was great, although it took a second to get yeah. going. But 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And again, the only person on the planet that I know that has seen it and does not like it is Dave Schwartz. I don't know how you watch that show and not like it. He probably watches Blue Bloods or NCIS. Yeah, Hawk watches Blue Bloods. My guess is Dave Schwartz is like Hawk, where they love garbage network dramas. Ends in 42 minutes, right? Starts, middle, and end. Yep. Yep. Problem. Oh, Dave. Dave for sure watched Mob. Didn't Hawk watch that? He watches everything. Yeah, he loved because of that one lady. He thinks that one older lady's hot. Allison Janney? Yeah, yes, yeah. <sighs> yeah. What was the one show that you guys bet? Was it Cool Kids? Yeah, Cool Kids. That he On was Fox. like, that looks great. And we're like, no bit. He's like, this is going to work. And you're like, no. And I, I said, think- I'll bet you it gets, gets canceled after one season. And it did. It did. But because it looks awful. It was terrible. He loved Have it. some standards. Yeah, he loved cool kids on Fox. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, thanks, Rose. Yeah. Um, maybe you saw on Twitter, we're going to have Kirk Cousins on the show in a couple of days. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Thursday oh, at 8.15, we're going to have Kirk on. And, of course, tomorrow, the show Quarterback comes out on Netflix. So, yeah, kind of a power trip homework assignment. All of us, let's watch at least an episode or two on Wednesday. So when the we hooker? have Kirk on on Thursday... I don't know. We can at least say, hey, we've seen some of it. Yeah, I will watch it tomorrow. Netflix yesterday released, what, the first four minutes of the first episode? At least, I think it looked like the first episode. I would I would guess, little, yeah. A little teaser to get you a little uh, taste of it. And I saw Lieber tweeted that he believes that Kirk will be the star of the show. You, you tickled a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yuck. When did he, ick, when did he say that? <laughs> I decided to go through, like, all my button bar editions from, like, the last, like, three, four months here. For looking for T-shirts, yeah, good idea. Um, packages. Oh, what was I, what were we talking about again? We're talking about Kirk. Yeah. Um, what a, fifteen Thursday. What a brilliant plan by Patrick Mahomes's team to release this tomorrow. For the next two days, there are zero sports. I mean, the WNBA, of course, but like. I'll say that to Marnie's face I when will. she gets here, that there's no sports in the next couple of days. I just said the WNBA's on. Yeah, but you said, oh, yeah. but still. You <laughs> but were dismissive. Still. I was, but still. That was dismissive. But you, yeah. You were trying to say it doesn't count. No, I did not. That was what you were implying. Say that to Marnie when she gets here. How long until Hawk gets back? Uh, I think Friday. In Duluth. Yeah. Uh, Friday fun. in Duluth. I still don't know where we're broadcasting. Some yeah. airplane hangar. Well, I yeah, don't know and, where. And I text so, Abbott. Yeah. Where are we staying? And he has to give me attitude. No one has told me. Nobody. I mean, they may have, and I wasn't listening. I think but, that was the case because I know where we're staying. Yeah, but I. no one told me. 
But uh, I'm but excited I, that we're staying at Pier B. But I don't know where we're broadcasting. And somebody emailed and said, uh, hey, is this open to the public? Like, can we come watch the show? Or who? And I go, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. And more importantly, does Jared know? I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? Zach? Uh, yeah. Does Jared know? Of course. Okay, good. That's all that matters then. As long as Jared knows. Yeah, no. I've just I've given up on almost everything. Can you tell? No. Um, what was the one thing? Oh well, you yeah. The one thing you were going to give up if that ever stopped. It's very close to teetering. What? I'll tell you off the air. Oh. Um, like the uh, Vegas in December. I think yeah. that's dead. Is that dead? No. No. Is, is that back on? Oh, you didn't. I thought they told you. Yeah. yeah well, but I got. <coughs> so Whoa. The, the final details. I heard it was dead and then it was going our way. It looked like it was trending our way. I didn't know if that got finalized or not. So because I hadn't heard anything in the, the last That's week a and a half. That's a good point. We didn't hear. We heard like the 99.9%. Exactly. Yeah. So since, since it's been a week and a half, I just assumed it was dead. But everything well, has been dead because everybody was gone last week for pretty much the entire week. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we lost a lot of momentum. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the funny part about last week, the 4th of July break is like the the Christmas break. It's hard. Oh, ick. But I let's well, it's talk. Be ab- worse next year, right? Because isn't next year a, a leap year? Don't we jump to Thursday? Yeah, it's Thursday. So we're all going to be off Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Which means a lot of us are going to take off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. When's the your uh, poker thing? Probably the same week. Okay. Neato. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Three days off. Sweet. That could be the State Fair t-shirt. What it is, huh? That yeah. should absolutely be yeah. the State Fair t-shirt. Yeah. Or, as I, and this is the only reason I say it is because it's a guaranteed laugh out of Max. We should just write down the freak a leak lyrics and have those be on the State Fair t-shirt. <laughs> you, you were right. You got him to laugh. Yeah, he laughs at it every bon time. Quish. Oh, God, Monique. that song rips. Because it's like a fake radio show. The guy's <laughs> taking fake requests about the song that's currently playing. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And it's so graphic. Look, I still say we have the listeners come up with ideas, even do the graphics if they want, and submit them on Twitter, and then we'll pick the best one, and that's the winner. And, it, you know, 20 years ago, that person would have won like a $1,000 cash prize. Now, now, they won't even get a free T-shirt. No, they'll get the shirt that they made. Getting screwed up. Actually, you know what? And I'll buy them a second one at cost. Mm. I'm not paying the retail value. I'll just pay the production cost. Oh. All right. (laughs) Listen to you. (laughs) It's a pretty sweet deal, right? Yeah. Why don't we just farm it out? The listeners have good ideas. Hell yeah, man. Some people say they have great ideas on the uh, the text line. I don't know how to sign into that. I don't know. I close it. Yeah. I don't know how to sign into it. I don't know. Um, Yeah. The t-shirt idea that... I can share at any point is very well, share good. it now. Hell yeah. Go for it. Right, I talked cool. to Gavin about it during the uh, the Power so, Trip After Party podcast. It, it, was, away. it was Gavin's idea. He thinks the State Fair t-shirt should be Rosie and his soon-to-be bride in their robes. Oh, my the God. Photo from yeah, the the four photo seasons? from the Four Seasons. That's a home run. Yes. That should be the State Fair t-shirt. That was, that was Gavin's idea. But is that... Just a KFAN shirt? That's not really a power trip shirt. That's the problem. We need a power trip shirt, too. Well, that should definitely be a right? sellable item yes. to make iHeart yeah. slash KFAN, KFAN money. towels would yeah. be a great bit. Oh, okay, man. That's a great that. idea. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> There's my idea for the year. What about a reefer Rosen t-shirt? Yeah. Reefer. But that's Commons bit. Oh, yeah. That would be a good t-shirt. With him with, like, red eyes. Like yeah. a joint. Yeah. Hmm. Man, that would be 
That would be awesome walking around the state fair seeing hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. wearing a photo of Mark Rosen in a robe. Yeah. I love that. Thank it you. starts with a D. Oh, but again, yeah. not a power trip shirt. That's just a KFAN shirt. No, but that one would sell. That would sell. Yeah. Yeah. Just the this that picture screen printed on a yep. t shirt. That's a whole run, but we still gotta figure one All out right. for us. Hmm. Gaze at a graveyard, I think is would would sell. It's like some gerbils cranking it. <laughs> Jesus. Why did he say that? He's odd. <laughs> it's like a gerbil cranking it. How much time did you spend with him in Chicago? Uh, two minutes. Two minutes. Yep. Two oh, minutes. Uh, we just got the text. What's the text? Vegas is on, you clowns. Oh, Vegas is on. Oh. Yeah, it's really hot. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's great. I knew she'd respond. They're not going to yeah, be running uh, trains done. after like 1130 or so. What? Yeah, what did he just say? <laughs> be running Something trains. about trains. They're not going to be running uh, trains after yeah. like 1130 or so. Yeah, he's talking about uh, his <laughs> time <laughs> at Northwestern. <laughs> that took a quick turn. <laughs> I believe they called it car wash. Yeah, what a weird. That's such oh. a weird story. Yeah. Just when you think that kind of stuff is over. Nope. Didn't it feel, maybe I'm just naive, didn't it feel like that era of sports, like the... Um, the program? Yeah, the program-esque yeah. meathead yes. stuff was done. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, God, there's a lot of dumb people still. Stop yeah. it! A lot, yeah, of, thanks, a lot of big, tough guys still. Yeah. 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 A lot of, I thought it was of, over. A lot of leaders I'm naive. out there. Yeah. Uh, all right, more of the Power Two Morning Show. Is, is bonus coming in in a second or what? Yeah. Bonus should be here in what a second. Is, ho. Marnie later. <laughs> um, gaze at a graveyard. Mark Rosen later. We'll Carson. put you in the box sauce. You're going in the box today. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. You're going well, in. Are you doing it? Yes. Oh, no. It's going to be like, what sun is the moon? What sun is the moon? That was Where's question Cox three. He <laughs> <laughs> yelled, where's Kong's dog? <laughs> Play that again. Where's Cog's dog? That could be the State Fair t-shirt. Where are they Just, biting? Yeah, but that's from three years ago. <laughs> Dongless Kong. <laughs> Here's her Tommy text me and goes, you know Kong's got a huge penis. You love it deep down. Love, whoa. You love it deep down? You love it deep down. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I don't know why he comes in. I don't either. I don't think he likes us. No, I for sure he doesn't like us. We don't us. let him say anything. No. When he that. says something serious, we all check out. When he says things like gaze at a graveyard, we bury him for yeah. it. Same thing on Common Show. I don't know why he even hangs out here anymore. He's got a fiance. He's yeah. got the four seasons. Yeah. He goes to Chicago and avoids you. Yeah. I don't blame him. I was pretty hammered. Hmm. Uh, all right. Johnny Bone should be here in a second. More of the Power Trip Morning Show after this. iHeartRadio Station. Time now for Front Page Sports, presented by Holiday Station Stores. Holiday Station Stores, uh, you can hydrate with Holiday. Why don't you stop there, I don't know, like now, on your way to work or wherever you're driving. You can get uh, two 28-ounce uh, Gatorades and then uh, get another one for free so you can mix and match flavors. Hell yeah, man. Hydrate with Gatorade at Holiday. What a steal. Why would you not do that? Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. You want lemon lime or something? Yeah, you could do that. That's Get, all Get all of them. Get all of them. Sauce, thanks for the 100 bucks. Yeah, Vlad man. Guerrero Jr. beat Randy Arozarena in the finals to win the home run derby. You had Robert Jr. and Alonzo. 
Yep, and uh, right before it started, uh, you may not be able to win at poker in Vegas, but you win every other bet. That is uh, true. Pete Alonzo's normal pitcher, weird sentence, uh, had, sh- had a shoulder issue, so he didn't throw to him. So he had a backup. And then when Luis Roberts casually crushed Adley Rutschman after Adley Rutschman hit 27 home runs from both the left and right side. I was like, I I can't lose. Lewis Roberts is just casually hitting at 470. And then he lost. But that's the only round I watched. But good for Vladdy, man. I love Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And I loved his dad. They were both great. By the way, because I'm legally required to correct you, it's Robert, singular. Robert? Robert. Oh, I have no idea. I've never, I don't know who he plays for. I had never heard of him until yesterday. I don't know who he plays for. Does he play for the. He plays for the Chicago White Sox. All right. Well, then, yeah. Luis Robert Jr. was incredible. And I don't know if it's Louis, Luis. I don't know. I just know it's singular. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., though, wins 16 years after his dad. Uh, And Julio Rodriguez of Seattle broke the all-time record by hitting a record 41 home runs in round one. Wait, the Rosarena guy hit 34 home runs in the second round? Yeah, sure, something like that. Julio Rodriguez hit 41? That's what I just said, 41. Almost every pitch, he was just cranking it. It was insane. Button art. Yeah, all-time record. Wow. All right, sorry, I was reading as I was trying to listen. Well, so, yeah, you had uh, Robert Jr. and uh, Alonzo, and you gave me the field. Yeah. Do you want to bet the ALNL All-Star game tonight? Depends. What side do you want? You pick. I'll take the AL. All right, I'll take the NL. 100? Yes. Booked. Sweet. The All-Star game is tonight in Seattle. The AL has won nine straight games over the National League. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, really? man. You set me up perfectly. I, if you would have said AL, I would have said sure. But the fact that you let me pick and then say that. Yeah, you had to. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you said yesterday, though. I just want the action. If I told you you can have Alonzo and Robert, you'd go, yep. fine. Yeah, yesterday I told you. I think it was off the air. I said yeah. I would have taken the other side, too. I don't Yeah, who care. cares? And I feel the same way about tonight. I just but want the, the action. I'll take the right, AL. Bonus? They've won nine yeah. straight. Let's make it hey, ten. Bonus. That's not mine. Hi, Johnny Bones. Thank you, though, Bonus. Oh, yes. I love you, Bonus. Bonus, uh, your new approach on social media is A+. plus. You're very good at it. What's his new approach? You know, is like, he profiting off of social media, probably. too? Probably. Of course he is. But you know how Great. you have, like, videos where they begin kind of as they end? Where they it'll begin be like, as they end? So it'll be like, the Minnesota Twins are in big trouble. Then the end of the video will be like, and here's why. And it'll like, it loops perfectly. His videos loop well. So like, they look like the same video over and over again. It's, yeah, it's really good. hot. Oh, yeah. It's really hot. I guess I'm going to have to check out your social. Are you on threads? I have started threads. Why? Oh, TikTok boy. was the one he's talking about. You're on TikTok? Oh, yeah. yeah. What? He's on all of them. <laughs> yes. Johnny Boons is on all of them. This is on TikTok. Sounds greatly entertaining, and I love the challenge of trying to explain anything uh, you know sabermetric related in about one minute. It's kind of tricky. It's kind of fun. Oh, I would have lost that bet. <laughs> I don't know why. I just well, then I should have made it. Guessed. 
that you're on TikTok. Um, yeah, anyway, all-star game tonight in Seattle. The over-under for the game is seven and a half. Where would you sit with that? That's a low number for the best players in baseball. I guess I don't. John, what are what are what's a standard score for an All Star game? Seven and a half is that what you said? Seven yeah, it's mm, a tough one. I don't know which way I would go on that because there's often low scores because you've got a great pitcher coming in for three pitches. You know, they turn uh, you know they turn uh, Justin Verlander into a third inning one third inning one inning guy, and yeah. so you know it's like uh, facing nine John Durans. It's yeah, that. Fun. So. Uh, Maxo, the Hi. Blazers say they are willing to, quote, wait months to trade Damian Lillard. They're not going to rush it. They're not just going to bow down and take a bad deal from Miami. They're going to wait uh, as long as it takes to huh. get the right value. It's funny. I thought they'd announce exactly the opposite. Please. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to say? Yeah, good point. <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah. But the we are waiting for we, we need to get it immediately. We want your worst possible deal. They're just waiting for a, another team to get involved because he's going to Miami. I mean, yeah. that's the bottom line. They're they're gonna they're going to my. He's going to Miami. They just don't want Tyler Hero. Miami doesn't. Ha- they don't have the best package to offer for Dame, but that's where he wants to go, and they're kind of uh, hamstrung to to do it for him because he's been so loyal to the organization. He so. doesn't. You don't need like an actual no trade clause though in the NBA. Right? He doesn't have an actual no trade clause or anything. It's just. He's, he's, just, gonna, he's just going to be a pain in the butt about it. Yeah, until... his, his agent has been calling other prospective teams and saying, basically, Dame isn't going to show up yeah, for training camp. He's not going to be happy. Yeah, he's, he's just going to leave right away. So nobody's going to give up what it would cost for Dame knowing he doesn't want to be there. And he's probably just going to go to Miami anyway. So, so I, don't, this... I don't know why they're posturing like this. They might as well yeah. just get rid of him. So check this out. Here's the small read between the lines Wolves angle. Uh, in the ESPN story, the uh, the GM of the Blazers was talking about uh, drafting Shaden Sharp last year and then uh, Scoot Henderson this year. Uh, he says, quote, in Shaden's draft, pick seven, what does it look like versus what's available on the market? And the answer was obvious. Shaden's better. And the same thing happened this time. What does pick three look like versus the return to the market? It wasn't close. Had to make the pick. I just think that's interesting because of all the rumors about let's trade Cat to Portland and we'll take pick three back or whatever in other pieces. I'm not saying that's true or not. That was just the hot rumor that was floating. Right. But uh this guy's going full-on GM speak. Much to your point, what else is he going to say? Just right. saying what he thought was on the market available for Shaden Sharp and Scoot Henderson, he didn't think the market bore that. Now, but right. also, it's also hard to say that to players that are currently on your roster. We had way better options, but yeah. we had to settle for Shaden Sharp. Correct. Right. Uh, but right. I, I, will, I, I will never know the answer. I'm very curious... If Portland and Minnesota truly ever talked, and if it even got past one sentence. Well, I I think it's weird, though, that, like, if if the conversation was brought up, put away the he only wants to play in Miami thing. But if the Portland, if, if the Wolves actually called Portland, and every, you, can, you can make an argument against almost every player they have, except for Carl Anthony Towns. They're not trading Ant. Nobody wants Rudy. Maybe you could put a package together with Jaden McDaniels. But if they actually called and said, we will give you Carl Anthony Towns and let's say some other piece to make it work. Let's say at the time uh, uh, Prince went with, not the singer, but uh, Tayshawn or whatever his name was. <laughs> Torian. Torian, sorry. Torian, yeah. So let's say Torian goes with, Torian goes, right? 
and they said no. What in the hell kind of trade market does Cat have? He has none. Nobody wants him. They wouldn't take a guy who's six years younger. Just, I don't know. It's weird that, like, Cat has no trade but mark. If, if you already told me trade. back to Max's, you know, three-team uh, theory, which is a lot of people, uh, that's the leading theory. It could be even more than three. Right, three or four teams. Yeah. If you had told me, all right, we're getting Scoot Henderson, we'll take Tyler Hero from Miami, and we get either Simons from Portland or some other draft picks. I, you had me at Scoot. Yeah. And you had me at get Cat out of town. But if you if you could give me Tyler Hero, Scoot Henderson, and some picks, and we get Cat and move on and start the Anthony Edwards era, I'm in. Yeah. I would have been in. Well, I, I think if the Wolves, because supposedly they didn't offer Carl Anthony Towns, which I don't even know why they picked up the phone if that's the case. But right. if they did offer Cat... For Dame, that on the Blazers' part, that'd be dumb to say no. Dumb. Cat, yes, per, dumb. per singular individual player that they can be offered for Dame. Out of all the names that have been mentioned, Cat it'd either be Cat or Jalen Brown, and I think Cat is actually a better player. So, Cat is the best possible player they could have gotten for Dame. So, if they said no to that trade package, then that's on them. They're stupid. Yo, and and they have the team to build around Cat, right? Multiple guards. They have multiple. You can't build around Cat. We're we're learning that here. Yeah. You just can't. But, yeah, he's got to be number two or three. He can't but, be number one. But it's not run with bigs. They don't have a lot of big guys. So I don't know. I let just me, let me ask you this: Would Cat rather be on that team than this team? Yes, I think he no. would. On the on the what? West Coast, yeah. I mean, living wise, yeah, maybe, rather, yeah, yeah. But on, on paper, the it's Wolves Portland, are a better no. team than the Blazers. It's Portland, it's not Los Angeles. Yeah. You're not yeah. living yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. You're living in Portlandia with Fred right. Armisen. Yeah, fair. You do mushrooms. Yeah, he's got like mushrooms. I don't know. I mean, it's beautiful there. Everybody says Portland's outstanding, but it's not the Hollywood lifestyle. Yeah. On the on the uh, Gleeman and the Geek podcast, we like to talk about players who have freezer burn, right? Where they're still a good player. But you're just kind of tired of them. That's, you know what I mean? That's the, a very good analogy. And, and and as a result, I don't know if it's because you're bored or because you're just not tired of seeing the upward trend that you wanted to see or something. They become very undervalued by their organization. And it just feels to me like Cat has freezer burn in this market well, right Kat, now. Cat is an and, all-star but, but that level doesn't, player. But that doesn't mean he's valuable. You know what I'm saying? Right. So He's an all-star. He's just not like a championship contending Build around kind of a guy that we all thought he might be six years ago, right? But we've he's got, an all-star caliber player. But, but, end of sentence. But think That's of it. But think of what we would be saying from a basketball team standpoint. Is let's say they never traded for Rudy Gobert, and instead that let's just to make it work, they traded the same package to Portland for Dame, and we had Ant, Dame, and Cat. We would be pumped. This, whole, this town would be so pumped. Right, but that's, again, not letting Cat be the leader because you're adding one of the 75 greatest players of all time, well, and, right? But, Dame's on that list. Yeah, I don't think even with Cat on the team now, he's the leader. He, it's, he's no, the he's, fans team. Yeah, he's the Robin to, to Ant's Batman. Yeah. yeah. Ant, Ant is everything we're talking about. Ant you can build around potentially to be a championship caliber team. He's that good. And lastly... Who would you Hopefully trade Ant for? Is there anybody in the league you would trade Ant for? Only like upper echelon type players. Like someone like maybe Joker. I mean, Joker. Yeah. Maybe John Morant. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for Morant for a, for about 15 reasons, but I'd, I'd rather have Ant than Morant. That's fun to say. Yeah. Would you, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't do it for Zion. 
No. Now there's no. a story come out that he doesn't want to work on his game. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> what happened to him, man? How I'm shocked they didn't train everybody. Him. Well, yeah. see you later. Here goes. All right, we'll do uh, what really matters when we come back. I'll do some more scores and some stats and stuff like that. And then Sauce, you'll change people's lives with interesting facts and comments. Yes, sir. John Bonus is here, so we'll probably complain about something, even though we've already done that for the first half hour. This is the Power Trip Morning Show on the fan. KFAN point three KFAN. Ladies and gentlemen, corn. Ladies and gentlemen, corn. Caller eleven right now will win a pair of two-day passes to the ERX Off-Road National at ERX Motor Park in Elk River on July fourteenth and fifteenth. Call 800-320-5326 for your shot to win. John Bonus is here. Anything to complain about or not? I never have anything to That's complain true. about. Do you want us to complain and then you can uh, tell you us can how to go fix ahead? It? I don't. Okay. I guess I'm the therapist in this group. No, now. we're good. Let's do what financial matters. Therapist? Yeah, just walk us through it as we go through it. <laughs> uh, I don't have it. What? He doesn't have it today. Oh, it's gone. There it is. Time now. Presented by Cultivated CBD. All right, uh, Northwestern fired head coach Pat Fitzgerald. He's the football head coach. Uh, because of hazing allegations within the program, he's 48 years old. Uh, a univer- uh, excuse me, a university-commissioned investigation said they did not find sufficient evidence that his staff knew or he knew about the hazing allegations. But there were, quote, significant opportunities to find out about it. So... Even though there's some students or former players saying that they are convinced Pat Fitzgerald knew, the internal investigation couldn't prove it. They just said, hey, he had a billion opportunities, though, to find out about it. Either way, he is two years into a 10-year, $57 million deal. So he has a lawyer named Dan Webb who is, of course, going to make sure he gets his money. Or at least try to make sure he gets his money. So it's going to be a legal fight over... You know, wrongful termination or something like that. But uh, Pat Fitzgerald out after 17 seasons at Northwestern. Uh, 110 and 101. Winningest coach ever. Barely over 500. Winningest coach in Northwestern history. And the whole thing's weird. And I think as you said, and Rosie said it yesterday on social media, basically a student paper brought this thing to the ground and brought this thing to the light. Do we know what the hazing was? A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of um, kind of uh, embarrassment with nudity. Okay. So yeah. things like uh, this one bit called a car wash, where you basically have to go through the team naked, and then you're getting kind of harassed and hit or whatever. So I don't think there was. Oh, I shouldn't say this because what do I know? It's, <laughs> according to the story, it doesn't sound like there was ever. Salt, yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of very inappropriate nudity-based hazing. Okay, all right. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, I'm close, I, and who knows, right? That's just what the stories are saying. That it's stuff like that. Hmm. But one of the allegations are uh, that that has apparently again not been proven according to the internal investigation is that there was some kind of a group. I think that was called like the Shrek Group or something, mm-hmm. and they would kind of be the leaders of this hazing and one player maybe multiple players 
accused Pat Fitzgerald of having some kind of a hand signal to the group like, hey, if that player screws up, if some freshman screws up, there was a signal from the coach like, yep, make sure he gets punished after the game, right? Because he's screwing up. Interesting. So, so I don't know if they ever, sounds like they didn't find sufficient evidence that there was a, a true signal from the coach to the team, but that was the theory is that Pat Fitzgerald knew about it. He's denying it. The university is mostly denying it, right? Just saying they couldn't prove it, but either either way. Uh, so they suspended him without pay or whatever for two weeks, which was weird to suspend a coach in the middle of summer for two weeks. Yep. And then about, what, three days later? Said, never mind, he's fired. Yeah, wow. two, yeah, maybe even two days turned, later. Uh, yeah. Turned around pretty quickly from a suspension to a firing. Well, there's yeah. more allegations that came in those two days, right? Well, like, yeah, but I, I thought I read over the weekend that there was evidence of him during a game doing like what they called like the run it sign when it was like make sure you run them through this whole bit. I thought I read that over the weekend that they had like video evidence of him doing the sign during a game. Well, that's that's why when you have a university commission investigation, yeah. it's always a red flag, right? This yeah. is this is Northwestern investigating themselves, yeah. and they're probably legally trying to protect themselves by saying we didn't find sufficient evidence right. to prove. Maybe, it. but that also gives them that much more ammunition to have to pay forty five million dollars remaining on his yeah, contract. That's why it's a mess. I don't know how you do this. I don't know exactly what the level is at which you have to. You know, you've got justifiable firing, but when you've got forty five million dollars in the air for the university, but you would think that they'd. This could turn into a uh, a lot of subpoenas of a lot of college students that uh, have to reveal a lot of what has been going on. Yep. It'll be interesting to see how this thing plays All out right, if it ever gets to trial. That does really matter, but what really matters for this bit is this. There are more than 1.4 billion insects for each human on the planet. According to a recent estimate. Now, do you believe that? Because you don't believe that there's lightning essentially nonstop around the planet. Do you believe that there's one point, would you say, what, four? One point, yeah. 1.4 billion insects per person. Yes yeah. or no? Yeah, billion. Yeah. Wow. Do you believe that? Yeah. Why? It's on this uh, website. Oh, so, okay. If it's on a website. Yeah, I believe. Oh. We got to be very happy they don't get their S together. Ma- Max. <laughs> I think they Max, die this very for you. Max, you're an African-American man, correct? Yeah, I'm black. You're going to love this one. So my flight lands Saturday night, and we get back to uh, Minneapolis, and the pilot gets on the old horn and says, hey, uh, there's a plane at our gate. We have to wait for them, obviously, to get out of here, so it's going to be 10 or 15 minutes. Well, the guy to my left basically is like, it's going to be 30 you know, basically, they're lying to us. <laughs> so he starts he starts watching social media videos at full volume. <laughs> right? Not with his headphones, just full volume so the whole plane can hear. I have my headphones on, but there's nothing on because that terrible uh, Gladiators documentary was over. But I just wanted to act like I'm not interested in talking to anybody, yeah. so I have my headphones on. This man was an African-American man. He was with his daughter. There's another reason I'm bringing up race and specifically saying what race this man is. He was sitting next to a daughter. He was probably 50s, maybe yeah. pushing 60. His daughter was probably in her 20s. I couldn't quite tell. Watching a video about how Barack Obama was not our first black president. <laughs> in fact, what? In, oh, it gets better. Oh my God. In fact, 
He was our eighth black president because the first seven presidents of the United States were black or partially black. So this video, which is just conspiracy theory 101, right? Just no factual evidence. Yeah. Just George Washington's mom was from Kenya. You know, it was just this. It was, it was this, this, this. So it was. How the, did we miss that? Right. So hang on. So this is, this is my favorite part. The whole plane is listening to this nonsense, at least the two or three rows around me. The 45-second or 60-second video ends after the evidence is laid out. And the video ends, and I'm expecting him to laugh and go, what is this? Instead, he leans over to his daughter and he goes, they don't want us to know. (laughs) And I go... I go, I just watched the start of a conspiracy. This is yeah. how it happened. Is yeah. He watched a video, didn't question any of it, and Why immediately turned to his daughter and was like, see, they don't want us to know. So, so, no offense, Barack, but you're eighth. Not first, eighth. The first seven presidents apparently were black. I didn't realize that the Hamilton play was so historically accurate with race. I mean... And how, how do you feel that the first seven presidents who were black did nothing about slavery? Yeah. They, they had slaves themselves! Yeah, well... <laughs> gotta cover up somehow! They don't want us to know, is what he said. Very loudly, by the way. Not with a smile yeah. on his face, not with sarcasm. He was dead serious to his daughter. They don't want us to know. They're hiding our history from us. <laughs> wow. Did you know we have eight black presidents? I did not. <laughs> your dad's a, a presidential historian. Yeah. Why has your dad never told us that? He doesn't want us to know. He doesn't want us to know. <laughs> oh, he's part of they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Jeff Lambert, he's part of the they. <laughs> he also, this dude was also talking about some member of his family, and he was saying something like, He's trying to act like he's not gay. We all know Jeffrey's gay. Wow. <laughs> Again, top volume. Wow. Top volume. <laughs> Having a conversation with the whole plane. Jesus. And he was basically trying to out a member of his family that he claims is in denial. Wow. We all know he is. Why won't he just admit it? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny, though, if we got a time machine and we go back and George Washington is just like, white face like Chappelle show style <laughs> and he's got the powdered wig on I just <laughs> yeah I hate you black people I just I regret watching that American Gladiators documentary I think I would have been way more entertained just listening to this guy for three hours <laughs> if he was talking I don't know what he was doing I didn't listen to a word he said until we landed now, do you think he googled that or do you think that was recommended well that's the, I, he, it looked like he was just scrolling but again he just let the volume play it full so I think he was just scrolling. I'm looking at this list right now. It says uh, Thomas Jefferson. I mean, mm-hmm. Jefferson, the Jeffersons. <laughs> Think about the link right there. Okay, sure. Andrew Jackson, distant relative of Samuel Michael. L. Jackson. <laughs> Booked him. Yep. Got him. Yep. You're not hiding anymore. Wow. All right, now do Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge? I mean, that sounds like a rap name right there. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, come on. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a real name. That's, right. that's a Snoop alias. Cal yeah. Cool. He could, yeah, he could be a crip. Cal yeah, that's, cool. why he's, that's why he's got all the C's. He's cripping. C squared, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Which one of the presidents is related to Petey Pablo? <laughs> that's Bill Clinton. Yeah. John sure. Adams, oh, right? John Adams. Sure. Oh, yeah. Person. John Adams. For sure. There was a movie this year called Black Adam. Oh, yeah. my God. They don't want they don't us want to us know. To know. Oh.
They oh don't God. want us to know. Uh, more of what really matters after this <laughs> on the Power Trip Morning Show on the fan. The fan, along with NMC Exteriors, want to help you win $1,000. Cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out. A grand in your hand happens weekdays right here on The Fan. Hi, it's Molly from NMC Exteriors, and we're excited to announce our partnership with Apple Roofing. NMC is still the same company serving your roofing, siding, and window needs. Check us out at NMC Exteriors. Way to listen to The Fan. July 11th. John Bonus is here. Marnie Gellner will be here in like 30 minutes or so. Rosie in about an hour. But with, uh, let's get to more of what really matters. I'll do scores and stats and uh, sports stories. And then uh, Sauce will change your life. I feel like you changed our lives with the uh, insect stat that didn't seem believable. Yeah, man. Do racial conspiracy theories. I did well, not. That changed also, my life. Yeah. Also not uh, believable. Yeah. Now you know. I didn't know those powdered wigs were hiding afros the whole time. (laughs) Uh, The Spurs are shutting down Wemby for the rest of the summer league. Why wouldn't you? He's fine. He's ready to go. Yeah. Uh, The Wolves did lose to Utah in the summer league, uh, 108-96. But Leonard Miller, our uh, our top pick this year, the second rounder, 20 points. And uh, Josh Minot had 19. People are are loving the potential of Leonard Miller. It's, It's tough to get... A lot of upside in the second round. Yeah. Whether it works out or not, I'm pretty excited that the Wolves at least picked somebody that has a very high upside. Yeah. He might not work. He might be a total bust, but I like the flyer. It's a freaking second rounder. The, right. The percentage of second rounders that work in the NBA is about 10%. Yeah, it's a six-round pick in the NFL. So you take a flyer on, on a kid yeah. like this that's right got yeah. a lot of different skills. Yep. A lot of people had him going in the first round, too. They said he had first-round talent. So. Love it. Why not? We could use some more offensive help because, uh, yeah, he's really good on the inside and a great rebounder. And the Wolves obviously are severely lacking in rebounding. So hopefully he turns out. As somebody who is uh, whose website right now is in the midst of the Major League Baseball draft, yeah. it is just stunning to be there. You guys are like, second rounder, boy, you're just really just shooting for the moon here. Nothing to go on. with. <laughs> Major League Baseball's got like 20 rounds yeah. or something like yeah. that. In and the yeah. NBA, you got to yeah. get super lucky to find yeah. a second rounder. Uh, it just doesn't happen very often. The, and the Jokic's of the world are unbelievably rare, wasn't right, to that, find a home run in the second round. Wasn't Van Vliet a second-round pick? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it, again, it happens, but it's go back and look historically. Right. I used to argue with Lake about this all the time. It's about one out of ten. If that, there's, there's like yeah. three or four guys a year in the second round where you say, I definitely want that guy on my team. Everybody right. else falls yeah. off the right. face of the earth. Uh, what really matters, though, is this. Uh, one thing, by the way, bonus, your coverage of all that has been great on Twins Daily. Oh, thanks. We'll uh, ask you about that in a second. Uh, koalas are the Mark Parishes of the animal kingdom. Not only are they, you know, allegedly covered in raging STDs, but they get 22 hours of sleep a day. That is the Mark Parish of the animal yeah. kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, they can sleep that long because their diet of eucalyptus leaves containing toxins are very low in nutrition and high in fibrous matter, so they have a large amount of energy to digest. And of course, they are dealing with the fact that they're all riddled with chlamydia. <laughs> I said koalas, not hawk. Both. <laughs> hey, John, bonus. Yes, sir. Leroy! Yeah! <laughs> 
Uh, I like the way that uh, Tenet B put it yesterday on the uh, Tenet Fitzgerald. He okay. Said, he said, if you basically did a creative player for a country music star, you would name him Walker, <laughs> Walker Jenkins. Jenkins. That yeah. was brilliant. Walker yeah. Jenkins yeah. sounds like a made-up country right. star. Yeah. That is the, the fifth pick in the Major League Baseball draft. Uh, Johnny, everybody said this was a five-player draft. The it, Twins got the old lottery up to five. It never works like this for Minnesota sports. Never, right? Your, your thoughts uh, or what you've heard or what you've read or what you've seen, people you've talked to, give us the uh, the breakdown on Walker Jenkins. If the Timberwolves get the third overall pick in the NBA draft, it's a two-person draft, yep. right? That's how it always works. Shaq and Morning, For right? a year yep. and plus, excuse <clears throat> me, for a year plus, we've known this is a five-player draft, and... Uh, the, and the Twins were supposed to be 13th overall. They win the lottery. They end up with the fifth spot. You think that's going to make it easy, right? That they just wait for which of those five falls to them. Instead, there's all kinds of rumors uh, spinning around about them maybe not taking it, in part because high school outfielders are a little risky, and in part because there's some shenanigans you can kind of play in the Major League Baseball draft such that if you sign a guy who's a little bit below slot, you end up getting better players later on in the draft. Hmm. Anyway... They yeah, stay. Some, they, they stay. "Quote unquote" chalk. Uh, four, four of the five go before. They, also, they were a little wondering whether or not one of the other teams in front of them might do the same thing. So maybe two guys follow them. Which of them do they want more, etc.? Instead, the four the four guys go before them. They end up with the guy that I think a lot of people sort of projected to fall to them, which is Walker Jenkins, who's an 18 year old. North Carolina left-handed hitting outfielder. That sounds a little bit like something the Twins have a lot in, the, in their organization, like Kepler and Walner and Larnick and Kirilov and so on. It is, but he's seven. He's eighteen years old. He's got a tremendous amount of upside. Uh, he, you know, he is. He's not a safe pick. They could have chosen safer players. There was a whole bunch of college uh, position players that they were also looking at, but this is the one with the upside. And, you know, with upside and, and youth goes some risk. It also means that, you know, this management team might not ever get to see this player develop. This guy is a guy that might not be here for three or four years. So, uh, yeah, he is a he is the best pure prep hitter in the draft. Hmm. Will he sign with them? Yes. I mean, I mean, I, I think I mean, listen, there's always a chance, but it's a. Very, very small chance. Major League Baseball, that doesn't happen very often. And one of the reasons it doesn't happen very often is because there's no real pressure for the team to actually sign them. If they don't sign the number five overall pick this year, they're awarded the number six overall pick next year. Oh. Yeah. And so, you know, the players just don't have a lot of leverage. And they also, it's also a very short time frame in terms of when you can sign them. So, uh, I expect uh, it's uh, you know it's not a hundred percent deal. They don't have a deal done before the draft happens. Yeah, but you know it's it's pretty clear that they will. So it, when you it's, say it's not, it's not like baseball used to be where that that happened fairly regularly. Yeah. So. so when you say best hitter in all of uh, prep baseball, right? That means you're talking high school players. You're talking for power, not for average. I'm actually correct? talking for both. Both. So that that is the unique thing about him is he is a power average combo guy. Mm. When I say pure hitter, I'm not saying he's the best power prospect, power prep. I'm not saying he's the best average prep. I'm saying he's the best overall hitting prep. Give us your uh, pie-in-the-sky comparison. Who do they project him to be similar to? <sighs> well, I mean, I think what you'd... I mean, Alex Kirilov has not set himself aside. If you're looking for a Twins player that you know, a better Alex Kirilov uh, with maybe more power? 
would be sort of one of the guys that you might take a look at, or, or Alex Kirloff when we <laughs> Alex Kirloff was like 19th overall. He was never had never had this pedigree that Jenkins has. Uh, by the time Kirloff made his way through the minors, and he was maybe a top 20 prospect, and his first overall game was in the postseason in 2020. Oh, yeah, I remember that. At that point, the expectations for Kirloff were maybe similar to what we've got for Jenkins. And he right? will be their number one prospect, right? That is actually, I, I would, I think he will be, right? Uh, we will have to see how quickly he signs and what he does sort of in the minors right away. Uh, you know, because you just want to see a kid in professional ball with, Playing with wood bats and so on. Yeah, uh, you know they've got. They still have some uh, Brooks Lee, who they got ended up number eight overall last year, and was perceived to be one of the top three guys in the draft. He just fell because of some goofiness that went on with some of the teams ahead of him. Is also a pretty good number one prospect to have in your organization. He's probably a top fifty guy overall in the major leagues. Uh, so he, there might be some stuff there. The Twins also have a guy in Double A, Emmanuel Rodriguez, Emmanuel, who really <laughs> who tore it up last year. Now he's hurt, hurt April and May this year. He had a good June. I've heard he hasn't isn't having a great July. He might be somebody that if he catches fire the last, he could be the number one. They, they still have a very strong prospect prospect. Uh, talent pool, despite how much they've traded away in uh, the last few years. Look, and, yeah, go we, we got to go We're late for sorry, break sorry. by like five minutes. But <laughs> okay. I, I wanted you to keep going because I want more information on this. <laughs> Twinsdaily.com. Twinsdaily oh. goes, listen, just stop by there, take the day one thread, take the day two thread, check out the features. Oh, my God. And there's also the Gleam of the Geek podcast. The Patreon yesterday, we talked for half an hour on the draft and on uh, Walker Jenkins, uh, Charlie Soto, and Luke Keischel, I think, which are the uh, first three picks of the uh, twins on on Sunday night. Uh, we'll do more of what really matters after this. Then Marnie Gilner joins in twenty minutes. This is the Power Trip Morning Show on the Fan. This is the Fan. Ladies and gentlemen, Bush. Welcome back. Power Trip Morning Show. Plus, you ready? I got more. Hell yeah, man. Uh, you broke the news yesterday. Me? Yeah, you did. That uh, Larry Nasser was stabbed multiple oh. times in prison. He's 59 years old. He's doing 40 to 175 years. Uh, the details have come out. Uh, stabbed in the chest and the back. No. Remember we joked yesterday about, like, God, I wish he would just die? Yeah. It changed my mind. Yeah, I'm with you. I think we should just let this happen every, like, six months. Yeah, did you Yeah, did you read the story where one of the victims is like, I, we don't want him to die. It's too easy. Too easy. We don't want him to die. Yeah. You're right. No, just get, get, get him stabbed, yeah. get his ass kicked once in a while. Yeah. Have Live nasty to be 100 and up. just suffer. Yeah. Way easier, yeah. Dying. No, maybe, let's let's, let's st- get get stabbed once in a while. Yeah, maybe take each of his toenails off. Yeah, stabbed in the chest and the back. Good. He's the Good. women's gymnast. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Right. yeah. Good. Yikes. Then then what they should do is right when he right when he's starting to feel better, throw him right back in there. Then take him out again. Right. Yeah. Screw him. Yeah. 
Think if he's 59, he's doing 40 to 175. Wasn't he doing, I read yesterday that he's doing 40 to 175 multiple times. No, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's going to die in prison. Yes, perfect. So let's not make it this year. No. <laughs> let's let it, let's string this thing let's, out. I hope he, I hope he's the, I hope he lives to the, the ripe old age of 130 in prison and every other month he gets stabbed. It would be incredible if he stabbed monthly and outlives us all. Yeah. <laughs> he should have to live with that horrific guilt for his whole life. Yeah, I, I doubt he cares. Right? Yeah. Well, it's people like that don't care. Yeah. That's why they are what they are. They yeah. don't feel it. Yeah. What really matters is this. Even after its head gets cut off, a cockroach can live for... Weeks. Yuck. Yeah, that ain't pleasant. <laughs> Ugh. Hey, uh, hmm. I don't know what to say about that. I'm that thinking works. about things. Their brain is not in their head. Their brain is someplace else. The brain. I don't know. Do they have a brain? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. Brings us back to you. Really want to take on 1.4 billion of those? Right. They get their act together. We got nothing. Yeah, we're in big trouble. You versus 1.4 billion insects. Oh, the insects. Do I have yeah. a machine gun? <laughs> Does it machine matter? Gun. How many yeah. bullets do you think you've got in said machine gun? I don't know. As long as it doesn't jam. <laughs> I got a chance, right? All right. Probably nuke them. Okay. Do that whole like magnifying ball. glass with ball. the sun trick. I feel like you've got it covered. Yeah, I think yeah, <laughs> I think you're the go-to guy for the country when this yeah. happens. Oh, nobody cares. I do. <laughs> I uh, the World Series of Poker main event. We're down to 441 players. They're through four days. Day five is today. NFL Hall of Famer Richard Seymour still in. He's in the final 441. You know who else is still in? On the 20-year anniversary? Leroy Jenkins. Chris Moneymaker. Yeah, how's he doing? Still in. a boy. Wow. Not a huge stack, but Moneymaker's mm. still alive 20 years after he lit the poker boom. Moneymaker's still in there. And uh, one of the best players in the world, Chance Corneth, is in the top, I think, 20-ish or so as well. Chance Sweet, man. Just on fire the last, like, three or four years. When can we bet on it? Uh, when it's down to the final nine. Okay. Which is a handful of days. Sweet. Day five today, main event World Series of Poker, biggest tournament in the history of poker. Twelve million for first. Wow. Did you get to your uh, like ceremonial chip thing? Sure did. Cost me, yeah, pretty penny, fair amount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They gave everybody uh, a a uh, card protector, a World Series of Poker card protector in this nice little fancy case. It says like 2023 main event uh, uh, participant, you know, largest field ever, biggest poker tournament in the history of poker. I'm like, uh, I'm never even going to use this. What am I yeah. going to do with this? Yeah, man. And I thought about how much it cost me, and I threw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you had fun though when you were there. Yeah, it was out of the three times I've played the main. Now this was the one that went the worst. It just didn't. Nothing went my way. Yeah, and last year was the best. This year was the worst. Last year I almost made the money. This year just just first four hours were fine. Then nothing went right after that. We all want you to do well, right? No, we sure. do, we do. <laughs> but it would have been a great bit if you'd been out in the first day. It would have been a great bit. <laughs> oh, I should have been. I should have been out late. You on should day have been one. gone. Yeah, held on and battled the last couple of hours. But you, how 
close were you to being out on the first day? Very. Wow. The last two hours, I was all in like three times and never got called. But if I hadn't been called on any of those, I was in jeopardy. In fact, I wanted calls, though, because I was so short-stacked. <laughs> I jammed with Ace King, didn't get called. I jammed with Jax, didn't get called. I wanted a call. I was yeah. short-stacked. I wanted a double. Let's go. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Where'd you play? Uh, played at the Horseshoe both okay. days. Is that different locations? So it's Horseshoe in Paris, which are connected internally, so you don't have to go outside. Thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Who wants the sun? Well, yeah, you poker players don't like going outside. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it's the, the fields, of course, again, biggest field ever. It's gigantic. So you, you just randomly get assigned a table at either the Horseshoe or Paris. And both days I played at Horseshoe. Oh. Sweet, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why, Zach, you want to see my cool little card protector? Do you have it? Uh, do, I have a, I don't <laughs> do you have it? Show us your card protector, Cor. No, 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 left it at home. Oh. Damn. Sorry. Bring it tomorrow. <laughs> Bring it oh, tomorrow. Zach, uh, when I was there uh, I three weeks ago, when I was there three weeks ago and the Vegas Golden Knights victory parade was there, remember I said I briefly went out there for like 25 minutes and watched it and then it was kind of bored because once you realize it's you not your team, flame. you don't really care. Yeah, who cares, right? <laughs> Well, no, it actually was perfect because it was after the sun went behind the Bellagio. <laughs> right. Oh, excellent. There wasn't perfect. sun. Yeah, I could excellent. stand out on Las mm-hmm. Vegas Boulevard and not fry. It was fine. Yeah. But they're throwing beads and T-shirts, and they threw these little uh, kind of foam pucks mm. that have, you know, Vegas Golden Knights and I whatever their little cute catchphrase is. And I caught two, gave one to a kid because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Pocketed the second one, and I thought, I'm like, maybe I'll give this to Zach. Then completely forgot about it until right now. <laughs> Where is oh. it? In the- it's, it's probably at my house. It's wow. probably worth, Zach, six cents. Would you like it? Yeah. Okay, I'll, give, I'll bring it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you're so kind. The Vegas wow. Golden Knight puck from their victory parade. Why would he want Didn't take Because he likes f- hockey. I didn't take you for a grab a souvenir for me kind of oh. guy. That was nice of you. Hey, man, I catch souvenirs, I guess. Yeah, it's not all you catch. (laughs) By By the way, did not get a thank you from the parents of the kid that I handed it. So they had two kids. The one kid caught one on his own and was super jacked, right? He was about five years old. He was so happy that he caught one of these little foam pucks. Then I just snag one and hand it to the other kid who's two or three. And the parents didn't say a word. Huh. And a kid, the kids, too. The kids, I, yeah, I don't blame the kids for not saying thanks or whatever. Tell the truth. You snagged it right away from the two. To, to not the true. Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. coming right to him. You just no. stepped right in front you of him. You boxed him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in a headlock, gave him a noogie. Isn't that, isn't that standard, though? Like, the yes. parents didn't even yeah. react. Almost like, well, yeah, you're yeah. required to give it to the kid. It's, it's for kids. I know. You have kids, though. You could have kept it. For, just give yeah. me a little head nod or a... Thanks, man. Yeah. Give That's every it. foul ball or that thing to of course. a kid. Well, That's why I'm giving the second yeah. one to Zach. Adults don't <laughs> adults don't need foul balls. Yeah, they do. Oh, no, so, they don't. So after I snag no, puck don't. number two. Oh, I get it. Zach. Right? After I snag puck number two and pocketed, this is again three weeks ago. God, you're so athletic. <laughs> well, again, by the way, at this point, the uh, I think the crowd had also realized what I realized. But this isn't that cool. Let's, yeah, correct. so the crowd was dispersing, so there wasn't a lot of people to fight over at this point. Then this dude chucks a T-shirt, and it's right at me. Like it's it's going to be the easiest catch of all time. Back to catch radius from Friday yeah. on initials. <laughs> the T-shirt is aimed at my face, and I have both hands up. This freaking douche over the, my shoulder runs through 
through me, and this is over the back in basketball, runs through me and just crushes me to grab it. And I turn around. It's like a 40-year-old dude. I'm like, God, yeah. dude, guy, come on, guy. Correct. This is a $5 yeah. just piece of S right. t-shirt. That's calm, not going to fit you anyway. Right, calm <laughs> right. down. Yeah. Same thing. I was going to catch it and give it to somebody. This guy kept it. Of course he did. And ran through me to get it. And that, yeah. that was definitely my moment to say, this parade sucks. What am I doing yeah. standing outside? Yeah, and I was done. Yeah, that's terrible. That was enough. That guy sucks. But what really matters is this. Oh, my turn. It's yeah. your turn. Uh, I just had it. Where'd it go? One of us. A cow poops up to 15 times a day which can be as much as 115 pounds of manure per day, approximately, for all the cows in the world, 21 tons per year. That's how much cow poop. Wait a minute. Say that again. A cow poops up to 15 times a day, Yep. which can be as much as 115 pounds of manure per day. 115 pounds a day. 115 or approximately 21 tons a year per cow. Yep. I would assume, yeah. Yeah. Okay, just checking. I thought yeah. you, for a second there I thought you made it sound like worldwide it was for cows. I'm like that's not even close to it. I probably that's did. per cow. I probably did, but yeah. Is that why Hawkstead has a farm? Yep. He just lays <laughs> in the field. Yeah, cuz that'd be like 42,000 uh pounds a year. God, that's a lot of poop. Man. And that's probably one of the reasons Cows became popular on farms, right? They're creating all the fertilizer that you need to grow the plants. Yeah. Very good. What's a cow weigh? And if they're pooping 115 pounds a day, what percentage of their body weight are they getting rid of? (laughs) They, an average male adult bull cow, Mm -hmm. 2,400 pounds, female, 1,600. All right. So about About 5%. 5%, Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize they were that heavy. Where was the huge bitch button? (laughs) (laughs) Ask and thou shalt receive. That's a huge bitch! How great would it be on a daily basis to poop out 5% of our body weight? Be incredible. We wouldn't have to diet. No. (laughs) No. That'd be sweet. Eat whatever you want. Get rid of 5%. Start over the next day. Man, the plumbing in this... In this world would be terrible, though. <laughs> It'd be like when Nordo was at your house, and then you, yeah, uh, yeah and then my sewer line blew. Yeah, and then there was uh, poop in your bathtub. Yep, yep. <laughs> All fixed, though. <laughs> yeah, everything I just said is accurate. Yeah, and it's all fixed. It was. It was. Arguably, is this the new place? Yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't want your life. It was one of those moments. Where I got so down on myself because it was another one of those attention to detail things that I just avoided and ignored. Right. And uh, then it turned out to be excellent. It's covered by insurance. Perfect. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, bonus, last one before we uh, take a break, and Marnie should be joining us in a second here, too. Uh, this is the all-star break, right? The Twins are at Oakland on Friday. Correct. Twins are one uh, game under five hundred at the break. One game under five hundred. What do we do? Give us uh, your 30-second answer. What do you do in the second half? Are you buyers? Are you sellers? Oh, well, they're definitely buyers. Well, we had a meeting with Favi on Sunday before the game. Uh, he, you know, 
what he, he the big quote that kind of came out of there, which I think puzzled people, was sort of like, if we're going to improve a lot offensively, it's going to have to be mostly about the guys in this room, right? But he did say, we are buyers at the trade deadline. The biggest problem they have is offense. Uh, they're going to be looking at adding a hitter at the trade deadline. Uh, there's no chance this team is selling. There's no, no chance that they're trading. Well, not no chance. There's very It's very hard to make a trade where, say, like you're trading pitching for hitting, uh, you know, like Sonny Gray for, you know, a premier. So that just doesn't happen. Well, like, you trade prospects for really good players. At like this Pablo point. Lopez for Luis Arise. Yes, like that. That is that is a that is an off season trade that you make. You don't make that kind of trade at the trade deadline. Okay. That doesn't happen. You just trade away prospects and you get players. Yes and or I, no? And, and they're in. Yes or no? Do they still win the division? Yes. You say yes. Okay. Uh, Marnie Gellner joins in a second. John Bonus is here. Rosie in about thirty. This is the Power Trip Morning Show. The news is next on the fan.